Welcome back to another episode of Mysteries of Histories. By now, you know what we do. This is the podcast that dives into the strangest and funniest mysteries in our shared history. Today, we're diving into musician conspiracy theories. And oh boy, do we have some good ones. Paul McCartney is actually dead, and Stevie Wonder, yeah, he isn't blind. So let's hop into the DeLorean and start from the beginning. And of course... Welcome back, Commander. This is my house tells mysteries. Fact, fantasy, and history have come together to tease the imagination. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And welcome back to another episode of Trihouse Tells Mysteries of Histories. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Matthew McKay. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> I, think I, 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 I think he's got it. I think he's got it, Jeremy. I stepped on your dick, sorry. Ow. What? My dick. <laughs> I'm um, Kevin C. Frederick. And I am Jeremy the Holy Bible Griffith. Whoa. Mm, amen. <laughs> that's a little sacrilegious <laughs> ah women yikes uh yeah so today we're gonna do something a little bit different uh both jeremy and i have prepared two different uh pop culture conspiracies uh not pop culture now pop culture uh several decades ago and uh, we're gonna pit them against each other and see who wins which conspiracy is better yeah but arguably my my no not arguably my conspiracy theory is still relevant today because what is in question is still happening so technically mine would also be relevant because the person that it believes is dead is still alive so true yeah it's it's uh it's at present very wrong so (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how you can have a conspiracy theory win when it's clearly wrong, Matt. <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, we'll leave it up to uh, well, Kevin we'll to decide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm skeptical. I do not doubt that my conspiracy theory is absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been Does fun. Does that mean it's not fun? Yes, exactly. I know, yeah. For, for a time, for a time to be like, wait, is this real? <laughs> wait, hold on, you guys. <laughs> Quick, yeah. get out. Well, I, I won't make any jokes yet. I'll let you reveal what the theory is before I make any yes, references. Yes, yes, Of course, of course. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, Kevin, <laughs> we're going to defer to you. Uh, your judgment, uh, you're, you have ultimate say on which one is, is better, ultimately. Can I say ultimately more, more, more times? Uh, I think um, that was good. That was a good amount. Okay, okay. I didn't notice possible. it until you said something. Now I'm going to ridicule yeah. you every time you say it, ultimately. No, I'll try to say it at least <laughs> 10 more times in this podcast. Okay, good, 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 good. good. Beautiful. So, Ultimately, ultimately. what we're getting at. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like um, harmonizing with you, Matt. Mm, Thank you. Ultimately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Jeremy, do you want to start off? Well, you want me to do my theory first? Yeah. yeah, Well, I mean, I can do mine first. Um, Let's do yours first. Okay, okay. Because mine is so much better. We gotta say. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, fine, 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 fine. All right, so um, let's uh, start back uh, 50 years ago when it all started. So, uh, <laughs> Russ so 1950. Gibbs, 19, yeah, 19, no, technically 1970s. Uh, no. Russ Gibbs uh, was in his DJ booth in Detroit playing the nightly tunes of yesteryear. When a mysterious stranger called into the station, the stranger told him to take the Beatles' White Album and play the number nine 
number nine part of the Revolution Nine, backwards. Russ, finding it wow. odd, nevertheless, spun the disc backwards and could have sworn he heard the words, turn me on, dead man, turn me on, dead man, turn me on, dead man. If you guys couldn't understand that, turn me on, dead man. It's so very then, funny the way you said that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> like you were impersonating a beetle talking in regular forward direction. Turn me on, oh, dead man. <laughs> turn me on, dead man. Is that better? Because it is. It's supposed to be backwards. But yeah, that's what it is. It just repeats back and forth. Uh, sorry, uh, back to back. Uh, so then, there was also another song of theirs uh, that the same DJ ended up playing backwards, and it was on Strawberry Fields Forever. And John seems to be saying, "Oh, he buried Paul." <laughs> wow. So if you couldn't understand that thick Liverpool accent, it's. I buried Paul. <laughs> that classic Liverpool, uh, hey, Matt, you know what? I know it's supposed to sound like backwards things, and I, I don't know about that, but what I can attest to is you have wonderful Beatles impressions. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this, this began the craze. Paul McCartney was dead, and the Beatles were keeping it a secret. And it was a natural jump for many people who remember three years prior... Uh, to DJ Gibbs playing that uh, recording backwards uh, because three years prior, there was a rumor that Paul McCartney had died in a car crash. And after Russ played that song backwards on live radio, people all across the country and across the world began to play their Beatle records backwards looking for hidden clues left behind by John, George, and Ringo. Dude, it's so funny to me how all these people in years past, it was such a thing to play records backwards. It's like nobody does that now. Like it's, it's it seems to me like such a stupid idea. Like why? What kind of artist? But like oh, I'm gonna leave a message in here. Let me just re record it where it sounds like this backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Missy Elliott. <laughs> is that <laughs> Missy Elliott? Please be Missy Elliott. I don't think that it is. is. That okay, is. thank God. Thank God. But what I would say to that is, there's no hidden message there. That's the main message. <laughs> That's, you're right. You're right. That's the main one. Flip it and it's reverse like, listen it. Listen to it. Yeah. yeah, or I guess if you, you know, played it forward, what would it sound like? I guess it's flip it and reverse it, but yeah, it's yes. just, I don't know. I guess it's just the, the funny, the thing that's funny to me is like the overactivity of people's imaginations where it's like, yeah. where that, you know, that would occur as a thing to try. Like, oh my God, what if we played this song, but backwards <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. Sp Spotify and Apple feature at, I mean, uh, sorry, Spotify and Apple music at a feature where you can play songs backwards with an oh app. Oh my gosh. You look for, <laughs> for secret messages. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. Yeah. Maybe that's why it stopped. You know, people stopped playing records backwards because we don't really have a way of playing songs backwards anymore. There's yeah, going to be I'm hidden messages everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to like record it, be, it and then flip it. You have to like use tech. It's so much effort. It's so use much technology. More click a button. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. Oi. So, Oi. so this, this went so far that even the Beatles caught wind of it. And in a Rolling Stones article, Paul told a story about someone from the office calling him up and telling him that he was in fact dead. To that, he replied, oh, no, I don't agree with that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. So, I don't think I I'm dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Paul or Paul's lookalike, whichever one you want to believe, uh, thought it was so amusing that he titled his live album in 1993, Paul is Live. 
a reference to the conspiracy <laughs> theories title paul is dead <laughs> which i like a lot the I man's got it. a good sense of humor <laughs> yeah and then ringo Starr even threw his hat in the ring and told alex bennett yeah if people are gonna believe it they're gonna believe it i can only say it's not true <laughs> so lennon said that the rumors were insane but actually great for abbey road sales so there we go <laughs> he's like hey great marketing ploy like if very, they very think pragmatic that <laughs> yeah yeah um the theory believes that uh McCartney was replaced by the winner of a Beatles lookalike contest, a man named William Campbell. It's believed that the Beatles began to leak the information through their songs, communicating to uh, their fan base that Paul was indeed dead. Uh, and also, there's one more song, "The Glass Onion," uh, is often referred uh, is often referenced uh, in this conspiracy theory because uh, when you play it backwards, it sounds like John is singing. Here's another clue for you. The walrus was Paul. And I don't know why that is, I don't know why that helps with the conspiracy. I don't know. I, I am the walrus. Like I am the Eggman. But like, what does the walrus mean? I don't, I don't know the song's meaning. I just know, I am the walrus. Maybe it's like a ghost, you know, I'm a walrus. Maybe it means I'm dead. Like the mm. walrus is due to climate change. They're dying. They have no more habitats. The main They're thing rolling is like, down cliff sides. Why would they leak? Why would they leak info if they did kill him, or if he was dead? You know, like why would they leak the information like that? Or I guess they maybe not did it intentionally. It was just their inspiration to make music. And I, I don't know. It sounds stupid. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I will chime in here <laughs> with more theories of this story. Um. So the theory is. On November 9th, 1966, Paul had an altercation with the Beatles, at the end of which he got into his car and drove off in a fit. He was so angry, in fact, that he accidentally crashed his car, decapitating himself. Jesus. And I feel like a car crash is enough to kill someone. So funny that they went all the way to just straight decapitation. <laughs> like, yes. you could, could have just said he died. Uh, and for whatever reason, no, the other he bandmates... Was absolutely dead. Yeah, he's he's so dead that he was Blood decapitated. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but for whatever reason, the other bandmates replaced him with a Paul lookalike. The motives aren't really clear, but people believe it was simply because they did it as a joke or they didn't want the public to be destroyed by the news. Some even believe that it was MI5, British's domestic security division, who stepped in and replaced Paul simply because they didn't want the public to degrade into fits of grief at Paul's passing, which I'm sure they would have. Um, oh my god yeah yeah the beatles Dude, were everything I, mean, I, I feel like i feel like if paul died it would be like the same response as if like a u.s president died like kennedy you yeah. know uh, maybe not now because he's old and it would be like just natural for him to pass but at that time <laughs> in the 60s yeah, exactly. that would have been exactly that was like the biggest w that the uk was carrying at that point was the beatles yeah. um and so, uh, yeah, but Kennedy did just die three years previous to this. So that would have been, the world would have been shook. Um, the imposter's name was William Campbell. He was vetted and trained in the ways of Paul. So he could not only act like Paul, but think like Paul. Wow. In the, <laughs> wow. so wow. ridiculous. How does one think like Paul? He's like, <laughs> I, I, I studied his songwriting. I, 
I'm ready. Uh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> wow. Uh, so in the MI5 theory, the Beatles were distraught by living this lie and, and so decided to leak the information through their music. So I guess they didn't have a choice in the matter. Like, MI5 was like, listen, bitch. We, we, we need this win. We need this win right now. If Paul dies... Like, like, what are we going to brag about forever and for decades? Um, and so, yeah, this sounds very QAnon to me. It, it really does. Like, this entire theory, they're, like, looking for little breadcrumbs, you know? Yeah. It's, like, what yeah. it's very breadcrumby. And, uh... Well, hey, you need breadcrumbs of evidence for any theory, you know? What do detectives do but look for breadcrumbs at the crime this, scene? This is Those are yeah, detectives, not idiots with records playing them backwards. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. That is evidence to that. Sorry, that's evidence. That's evidence. So, and about the I buried Paul line in Strawberry Fields Forever, Lennon said that the words actually were cranberry sauce. <coughs> so, is that cranberry sauce backwards or is that. I have no idea. I don't. I'm not familiar with the Beatles music enough. We we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. Feels forever. I think the what Beatles. Admit, I think the Beatles aren't that great. Wow! <laughs> like Kevin said that he offered it willingly. We didn't even have to coerce him. <laughs> but by today's standards, but the what, Beatles but, don't but, stand up. Well, I mean, there I are many like classic bands that do. The Beatles is not one of them. But that's they insane do. Do, to me to hear. Have you heard "Let It Let It Be"? Let it yeah. be. Let it be. Hey it Jude. Be. That song is hey simply Jude? good. That song is simply uh, good. It's not great. Dude, something, something is one of the best songs. What's that one? How's that it go? Exists. It's like something in the way she moves. <laughs> Don't George even know Harrison that one. wrote that one, bro. Yeah, dude, George Harrison is seriously, in my opinion, one of the better writers. Uh, dude, I think he's better than John, in my opinion. It's just okay. the sound quality of the music I can't get past. It sounds very dated. Like the dude. audio sounds like it was recorded. It's just not good. Like honestly. Dude, like I would have preferred Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons over, um, than the Beatles, and they're I think they're older, like they're much older, and their quality sounds better in my opinion. But yeah, but you know I, what the other dude saying you like say, saying you enjoy like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons that's great they're classic right they did they did a thing, right. but that to me by saying you like Frankie Valley and not the Beatles right that's like saying you like like. Britney Spears, like some pop artist, and you don't like Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? The Beatles, bro. That is a very terrible example. You, I <laughs> no, thought you were going to say somebody who's like edgy, and you went with Kanye West. I'll tell you why, bro. You know what? Oh my gosh. Okay, I the, haven't we can't studied. handle any more Kanye rants on our podcast, <laughs> on, Jeremy. I haven't, studied the, I haven't studied Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, but my guess is that the mus- their career music was fairly one-dimensional, whereas... No, actually, they had not. incredible songs that were very diverse. And like, you'll so, hear songs so, and you'll be like, that was them? Exactly. So th- their, their sound changed over time. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, well, that's good. Well, that was my point for the Beatles, though. Is like, I... Dude, before I went, I studied a, a history of rock and roll class when I was at a Chabot. And before that, I had never really listened to much Beatles and I wasn't really... I didn't really have too much of an opinion. But then after he like kind of showed us the course of like going like blowing up 
as this kind of these heartthrob boy bands from I Want to Hold Your Hand and then just seeing their musical evolution over the years and doing like something as weird and experimental as like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club and then like the kind of mystery allure of like how kind of elusive the sounds of Abbey Road were and like their kind of their final performance they did on the rooftop out of nowhere and people are like what's happening right now and they're like oh my god the Beatles are just doing a concert on the rooftop of the studio and then like people flocked and they recorded it and then like the Beatles were never heard from again I just think they were just such cool artists man like they just did such cool out there things at the time at the time and I by, I listen to their music disagree. now and it's a hard skip. Like ah, I, that's crazy. you know what? I like, I like I said. There's just they have they have songs that are good, but they do not, in my opinion, have songs that I have ever been like. I'm gonna listen to this on repeat. Like it's just, no, you, I mean, yeah, no, I, I've definitely never listened to their songs on repeat. I don't think like one song, on, maybe like an album though. Like I'll I'll sit through an album. I I I would not. But that's okay. Dude, We're gonna get on. back to the the conspiracies. More, we need. I need one more question. This question is going to reveal the nature of Kevin to the listeners. All right, Kevin, would you say that Beethoven and Mozart were good for the time? <laughs> like that was mean? good that back was like good. hundreds good. of years ago. Well, they, no, they they probably like for what they are, they kind of still slap today, right? Like they're they still. Do you listen to them on repeat? I, <laughs> <laughs> I probably listen to as much Mozart as I have the Beatles. All right. You are sidestepping our question, sir. <laughs> you know what? That's not important right here. What we're, what we're looking at here is the... Uh, no, I can't do it. Donald Trump. Conspiracy. Yeah, the conspiracy. The liberal left. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Want to believe that Paul is dead. Exactly. <laughs> but it's actually um, China. <laughs> China. Plus. The China virus. Okay, China. back to the conspiracy. So we, yes. we left off on the cranberry sauce thing. That one didn't really make sense. But then there's the album art for Abbey Road. Conspiracy theorists believe that the album cover was depicting a funeral procession. There's linen with the white suit that represents the Heavenly Father. Ringo, all in black, which represents the Undertaker. George was dressed in all denim, who represents the Gravedigger. And of course, Paul McCartney, who wore no shoes and was walking out of step with the others. And he was, of course, dead. Like, well, of course. Yeah. He was the lookalike. Yeah, he was the lookalike. Um, that probably had nothing to do with how, you know, a costume designer probably dressed them aesthetically for the shot. Like, nothing. Yeah, like, I'm sure there was a hidden meaning instead. Then there was yeah. the license plate of the VW bug in shot. LMW28IF. 28 IF is important because 28 would be Paul's would be Paul's age if he was still alive. But Paul would have actually been 27 when the album was recorded and released. Hmm. Uh, and the LMW would have stood for Linda McCartney Weep or Linda McCartney Widow. Wow. That's 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 a reach. That is a yeah. reach. You could have it could have it could have stood for anything. And there was an obvious yeah. increase in record sales and correlations with the rumors. So yeah, the weird thing is, like, Paul was seen with his family time and time again. Are you saying that Paul died and then his lookalike just, like, became a family man with his wife and his children? Like, there, there's a there's a story, I, I think it was the, uh, the Times, uh, where uh, Times reporters went to his house, I think that was in, like, Scotland, 
and Paul was so enraged because they were like, oh, Paul, are, are you the real Paul? That And they like pretty much like broke into his house. Uh, and he like assaulted them, uh, being like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I don't remember what my point was for that, but <clears throat> I, basically my point they is were like, trying to catch him in the act. Man. Yeah, catch him in the act. And he's just like on his farm doing work with his family. And it's like, dude, you already have your answer. Yeah. He's alive. <laughs> This conspiracy sounds ridiculous. Like, okay, was it just one of those things where back, you know, like when Kobe died, rest in peace, you know, there was all those tweets about other people that could, that died in the crash with him. And it turns out that they didn't die in the crash with him. And hmm. yeah, cause there was like some other basketball player that was supposed to be in the helicopter with him and the guy ended up tweeting out like a couple hours later being like oh uh, no i'm still very much alive uh, i feel was that what happened when paul got in that car crash wait did he actually even get in a car crash because that is a good question i don't think so i think it was just a rumor that he got in a car crash and died so there yeah. was a rumor that he got in a car crash and died but he actually hadn't and then yes i guess the hysteria from that was enough to years later when somebody found this little like when they played the record backwards they're like wait a minute wait a minute there was that rumor that paul died oh my god and did paul like start acting different or something after a certain this this seems to me but here's the thing it's like if if this rumor was big enough like i bet you my parents or my grandparents probably know about this rumor it sounds like it was that big at the time if it was enough to drive record sales. Yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah, I'm sure it is. Cuz I've I've heard of this theory before and I didn't even live through it. Um Yeah, that's this is this is insane. Like I It's a it's a good one because it shows how people will try to find like anything. They'll find they'll try to find anything to hold on to. Um, for to to believe something, yeah, that's true, dude. But in terms of probability, I just it just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense that they would go through so much to make it seem like Paul was still alive. I... Yeah, and if Wait. Paul had died, the amount of grief, grieving, and everything that would have been caused by it at the time would have pretty much solidified him as a... Well, he's already a, a world icon. But, like, yeah. the amount of grieving that would have happened... Yeah, it doesn't make sense for them to cover it up, either. I, I don't get it. I, yeah, I, I mean, I also, clearly, Paul McCartney was so talented. How could his lookalike achieve everything that Paul McCartney has achieved since that day that he supposedly died? It, it, yeah, it's it like, is the most oh, yeah. absurd. Hell yeah. All right, all right. Well, that, like, cause so that, he has, that, he's had like his own solo <laughs> career and everything too, yeah, right? Man. And I love his new albums, dude. Flaming Pie, ooh, what a fucking slapper, dude. If you like good music, fl- Flaming Pie, Kevin, fucking I'm, listen I'm to that. I'm typing in and out Flaming Pie. Uh, there's also Burning Chair, I believe. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Wow. What are these songs? New about? album, Flaming Pie is 1997. But okay, yes. No, Burning yes. Chair is, is a type of whiskey that I actually very much like. <laughs> Amazing. Awkward. Uh, 
what is it? It's something chair. Or maybe well, it's yeah, just, yeah. there's a chair on the album cover. Bruh. Uh, Anyways, anyway. yeah. How would somebody be able to have a successful solo career if they were just simply in person? The chances of you memory being able to be full. a... It's yeah. a memory almost full. And dude, that is an incredible album. Yeah, the chances of you being able to be a perfect lookalike for Paul McCartney and also have the love the exact amount of talent as Paul McCartney is impossible. I I would say it's statistically so low, it's impossible. Yeah. To be that talented and to 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 look like him. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, I think that kind of ends that uh first conspiracy theory. Uh Jeremy. So Jeremy. All right, all right. Yeah, feel free to interject, guys, uh, so we can keep this a conversation, you know, as we go through. But so, the conspiracy theory that I have to combat Matt's Paul's Dead is none other than the wonderful conspiracy theory that, drumroll please, thank you, Stevie Wonder is not really blind. Where's the evidence? <laughs> He can feel it all over. All right, so Stevie Wonder was born six weeks premature in 1950. Doctors at the time had no idea that the highly oxygenated environments of the newborn incubators could damage the eye. And Wonder suffered the consequences, yeah, and would go through the rest of his life blind. At least, that's what he says. Over the years... Skeptics have poked holes in that story. (laughs) So, the first point. Sports writer Bomani Jones, a noted Stevie truther. (laughs) Dude, imagine. Oh my gosh, stop. Stop. Jeremy, this is. Continue. (laughs) Oh my god. What is this? Stevie truther. Imagine having a title for for basically (laughs) telling somebody with a disability. You don't fucking have a disability. I'm a Stevie Truther. Yeah. You're fucking fake as shit, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. Um, Imagine like you're just like at the mall and you see a guy with a t-shirt that just says Stevie Truther on it. (laughs) Oh my God. And there's like a little cartoon of Stevie with like bulging bug eyes or something like looking around. Um, And so, okay, here, here is what Bomani Jones points to as the evidence that Stevie Wonder can actually see. So he says there's a lot of visual imagery in his songs He describes things that he couldn't possibly describe unless he had vision. Or, you know, Jeremy's interjection, he had songwriters working with him (laughs) (laughs) to create this visual imagery. Um, And so another thing Bomani Jones brings up is, why does Stevie Wonder like to sit courtside at NBA games? What benefit could be had in sitting courtside... If you're blind, I know right? that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he Sound? likes to feel the thunder, the NBA players racing by, you know, and is like, ooh, this is exciting. Or absolutely, maybe, he likes to hear the shoes. Yeah, and, and yeah. I would also think maybe that it's um a photo op. You know, it's like, oh, oh Stevie yeah, Wonder yeah. courtside at the game. Like, I feel like he'd probably want to, you know, play into those kinds. And of it's things. a clout thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, and um, yeah. No, yeah, it's a clout like, thing, Kevin. What? Oh, I yeah, thought you were gonna. Like, I thought you were continuing. Oh no, it's it's a club thing. Like, and who? If you've got the money, why wouldn't you? I don't. Yeah. It's like that's. I mean, every every celebrity does that. Yeah. So and like, why wouldn't he? Yeah, and he'll have more leg room. 
You know, he's right there in front. He doesn't have to deal with anybody. And, like, also finding his seat would be tough if he wasn't right in the front. You know, he'd have to be like, oh, my God. You know, he'd need somebody to be like, oh, wait, you passed the aisle, Stevie. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the players could, and the players or Damn. people could talk to him or he could cheer them on. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody runs by. Hey, yo, Stevie, I love superstitious. He's like, yeah. I know, brother. They've been telling me that for 30, 40 years. Oh my um, God. <laughs> and the last thing Bomani Jones brings up, which is perhaps the the only one that's a little bit like that, is curious. Um, why does Stevie Wonder have a reputation as a childhood prankster? Like there's stories like, oh yeah, Stevie used to play all these tricks on us. How can you run around playing pranks on adults if you're blind? <laughs> I feel like that's that's prime real estate to play pranks on the adults when you're blind. I don't know. People don't expect you to yeah. be able to pull their chair out from under them when they're about to sit down. Like, class. <laughs> class. <laughs> what, what, what if Stevie wondered though? Like, because he's blind, he was like, all right, I'm going to replace the tea with water or something, right? Like something harmless. It's like, that's not what this is. And he accidentally put like bleach and he killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Stevie Wonder was a trickster. <laughs> <laughs> that little prankster. You can't tie him down, even though he can't see. Um, I can just imagine that the parents too, like his parents having a conversation. It's like, honey, what? We can't. It's like, how did Stevie know where to put that whoopee cushion? <laughs> his odd boy pretended to be blind. Okay, so uh, the next person who had something to say about Stevie's blindness was a now-deceased NBA star named Daryl Dawkins. Well, I mean, he's dead. What does he know? Huh, just kidding. Uh, so Daryl wow. Dawkins. <laughs> I know. No, no, that's pretty sound logic. <laughs> How could he know anything about Stevie Wonder? But uh, when, he, when he was alive, Stevie Wonder gave him the nickname of Chocolate Thunder. So they had a bit of a personal relationship, right? That's simply amazing. <laughs> right? Chocolate thunder. It's like, ooh, I like when my thunder has flavor. Okay, so. Uh, it's like chocolate uh, rain. Yeah. yeah, chocolate rain. Some, Some dry. <laughs> but um, according to. I know, such a banger. Tazon Day, man. Shout out to Tazon Day. Um, but according to Dawkins, Stevie can see. Um, so that was just, so that was just hearsay. Daryl Dawkins said Stevie Wonder can see. Okay, but is there any other evidence besides this crazy sports writer and, uh, this now deceased NBA player? So the thing that I saw that I was kind of like, oh, I, I get why there's a lot of talk about this. There is a video, and you guys can look it up right now if you want. Stevie Wonder catches mic stand. And ironically enough... It's actually at a performance where Paul McCartney had just sung, I think. Um, oh my God, the plot thickens. The <laughs> plot thickens. Catches mic stand. How did this happen? And so there's a video. You see Paul McCartney waving. He runs off stage and then he accidentally bumps a mic stand and the mic stand is falling and Stevie Wonder appears to catch it. That's because it hits him. I don't, that's what I'm thinking, right? And then the oh, person would never do that. Hit a would, So it was clearly his imposter. Oh, right? there oh, you yeah, go. Yeah. The oh, real Paul go. McCartney <laughs> would have been able to give the mic stand clearance because having yes. so much experience with mic stands and stages throughout his life. Precisely. He was still fumbling on stage to learn the ropes. Stevie Wonder's not blind. Paul. Watching this clip, there's no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> there is no. Stevie Wonder's not blind. Stevie, Stevie Wonder can't see. I thought it hit him. It absolutely did not hit him. 
My yeah. Well, dude, that, that's what I was going to say. When I when I first watched the video, that's what I thought as well. I thought, oh, okay, the mic stand falls and it hits Stevie Wonder's arm. So he's like a little startled. Oh, my God, what happened? And he kind of moves his arm. And then somebody's standing next to him. I don't know if it's like who it is, but it's another. I think it might be Herbie Hancock Jr. Um, but whoever's next to Stevie reaches <laughs> out and grabs the mic stand. As if like, oh, Stevie, he needs help. He can't see. Let me grab the mic stand and, you know, and like bring it up since it hit Stevie. But the truther's interpretation would be it did not hit Stevie. He saw the mic stand falling and instinctively reached out to grab it. And Herbie Hancock Jr., even if it's not him, or I'm just going to call him that for the rest of this podcast. Whoever's oh next to Stevie Wonder is Herbie Hancock Jr. And he... He knows that Stevie Wonder can see, so he reached out to grab the mic stand to save Stevie Wonder's reputation before, like, he got caught. Dude, and Stevie was... Wonder, like, and Stevie Wonder, like, said something to him after and was like, um, people thought that he was, uh, sorry, people thought that he was, like, saying thank you or something, but then I guess, like, what the truthers would say is he was like, oh, thanks so much, almost fucked up, my dude. <laughs> you fucking saved my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, watching this video, he reacts to the mic stand. Yeah. He reacts it, yeah, poorly, right. though. He kind of just throws his arm in the general direction. So no, he might have dude, just like, heard I, it. I just paused it. It's not, it hasn't touched him. It's still falling. And his, he, it is a reaction. It is like a, it looks like a visual, like cue that he puts yeah. his left arm. It's going directly towards the mic. Yeah. No, he wow. misses, though. He like completely misses. Oh, you're right. He totally, he totally like, misses. He, he like, completely totally misses. Falls. I no, think he hears totally Paul. Blind. Okay. More importantly, I have <laughs> yeah. to I have to read the top three most liked YouTube comments on this. Uh, real question is, is he really black? No, seriously, I'm blind. Is Stevie Wonder black? <laughs> like, no, seriously, I'm blind. Is Stevie Wonder black? Uh, and then, uh, and then the next comment is. <laughs> yes! Fake Paul knocks over fake blind guy's microphone. <laughs> and then the next comment is, why is everyone wondering if Stevie's blind when Paul's the one who didn't see the mic? <laughs> I love comments, man. That's so funny. Well, dude, I actually took an excerpt of one of my favorite comments. YouTube user Breadbutt had this stunning analysis. He goes, not only can he see, but he clearly has X-ray vision or maybe it's X-ray Charles vision. <laughs> oh my God. From, the, from this we can conclude <laughs> from this we can conclude that Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder are both aliens who wear slash wore sunglasses to protect their eyes from the Zorbex radiation that emanates from the Omega vibrations of all human souls <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah and um and you I know and there was a <laughs> wait sorry Matt no nothing nothing <laughs> but um, there was an interesting um, what should call it? An interesting analysis that I read uh, by from a blogger, this blogger Bold Symmetry, whose information I actually have for a lot of my research. He had this to say about the video: Sure, you're supposed to see some gains in other senses after you've lost your vision. Think Ben Affleck in Daredevil. But enough to react within seconds and catch an extremely thin falling pole? Enough to find all those keys on a piano, even the small black ones? The man wears sunglasses. What are those used for? Keeping the sun off his non-functioning eyes? Get a grip, Wody. Stevie Wonder, we just called to say we caught you. 
Also, there's another comment that I really want to say. It's uh, by Sanat Toma. And he says, Yeah. I've done the appropriate amount of research required to properly answer our question. I got this now. Stevie Wonder anagrams into stoned viewer. (laughs) So not only can he see, but he has no problem locating uh, massive amounts of weed for himself, which leaves his eyes in a permanent squinty state. For which he has always been very embarrassed, hence the permanently installed sunglasses. Dude. Have remaining doubts? Stevie Wonder anagrams into weed investor. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, These anagrams could not be more revealing. Sometimes it takes witchcraft to reveal the answers you seek. You're welcome. I did it for you. Don't argue with me. That's going to get a like. That's going to get a like. Um, <laughs> From me too. That is Do you think maybe they had something viewer. rigged onto the microphone that he could feel? Like, is there a mic cord? I don't know, man. My guess is he probably felt uh, Paul go past him, and I think he like instinctively, like instinctively, like reached out for Paul or something, and the mic happened to fall, which is the reason he completely missed it. Should we move yeah, on? Yeah, he might for have now? felt like somebody oh, yes, was reaching absolutely. out to him. Uh, yeah, we, we should yeah. move on. We should move on. Okay. But that <laughs> clip, that clip is okay. All right, I'm listening. I'm listening, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm listening to this thing. I mean, honestly, that's probably the most, the, the craziest thing. <laughs> but there also is, and you guys can look this up as well. There is the other piece of evidence that gets brought up is there's a picture of Stevie Wonder taking a picture of a Michael Jackson wax statue. And so what people are saying is why is Stevie Wonder <laughs> taking a picture <laughs> of a statue and also how does he know to point it at the statue you know is to be like a, is there a video for this just just a picture you can go you can look up taking Stevie Wonder photo of Michael Jackson Michael Jackson rap statue but the only explanation I can think of it is like somebody on his team thought it would be a funny photo op like here Stevie pretend to take a picture of this wax statue and it's funny because you're blind ha 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 <laughs> like <laughs> I I don't know how else that would have happened unless he was like damn this is a Michael Jackson statue I'm gonna take a picture and then maybe he was or maybe he just has limited vision so he could see the statue but he didn't notice that someone was taking a picture of him taking a picture <laughs> the room is surrounded in people he he like yeah like I, I don't like yeah he, if he was trying to that picture there, there's so many things that go into that he's surrounded by people right there like yeah, yeah. it's a crazy looks, picture right yeah yeah it looks more like it was just like a photo op because someone took a yeah. picture of him doing it yeah it's funny did they catch him or was it planned it's planned it well i don't know i guess we have to look that up but then um okay and then dylan of Diddy's Da Band. So I guess Diddy had something called Da Band and one of the members was named Dylan. He claims that Stevie Wonder, who again, inexplicably was at an NBA All-Star game, was able to identify him from a distance in a crowded arena. So, yeah, that that one's a little strange, huh? So like he was just kind of like, oh, Dylan, I see you over there. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) How did you know that was me? (laughs) Somebody probably told him. They probably did. Or he's he can see auras, man. Yeah, maybe he can see auras. He can see auras. Isn't that um, a thing that some people say that they can do? They can like see people's auras. Like they can't see. Yeah. But it's like they can see like like colors. Okay. Like, 
it's almost like almost like in their imagination. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So, but that's another thing. Dylan claimed that Stevie Wonder identified him at the NBA game from a distance. And the final piece of evidence that I have prepared for you guys today is an anecdote from Boy George. And to be fair, I did not directly see the source of Boy George. Somebody, so it's like, it's a degree separated. But this person who, you know, is supposed supposedly credible says that like, I swear I heard Boy George say this in an interview. But apparently Boy George said that he was at a party with Stevie Wonder and Stevie Wonder came over and playfully strangled him. And Boy George was like, how could he know where I was if he's completely blind? I don't know Boy George's accent. How could I know where he was if he's completely blind? I don't know. But um, make of that what you will. Did Stevie Wonder truly come up to Boy George and playfully strangle him and identify Boy George at the party? Um, are these things just made up and, and fabricated to make it seem like Stevie Wonder's not blind? Oh, and one thing I should mention is, why do people think, why would Stevie Wonder fake blindness? And so what the, um, the truther said in his blog post, the one I mentioned earlier, he goes, the, the, the catalog of Stevie Wonder classics is impressive and amazing and, you know, has had, has had amazing sales, but would they have been as as impressive if we all believe Stevie could see? Is it only the wonder of the, oh my God, how is a blind man producing this music? Is that what made it far more successful than it otherwise would have been? You know, is it just a marketing tactic? And, um... See, now that I, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, in the <laughs> time we've been sense. doing this podcast, I have found other instances of people doubting his... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so Lionel Richie... <laughs> yeah. Lionel Richie, uh... He said, I've been spending my whole life with him thinking he can see. I know he can see. The American Idol judge said on the Kelly Clarkson show on, uh, I don't know what day it was. Uh, I went I went to his house once, he says, and he says, want to hear a new song? I've got it in the car. Come on, go with me. And he's like, all right, you sit on the passenger side. I'll sit on the driver's side. He cranks the car up. He puts the tape in, right? And then he does yeah. this. He turns around and starts driving back down the driveway I screamed, Stevie, what are you doing? And he said, <laughs> and he said, ah, got you, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> He's a prankster, man. That's so he that is his blindness to prank people. I think he does. Uh, and then apparently there's something here with Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> That's funny. Where Shaquille O'Neal, I'm going to watch the, the, the clip now. Shaquille O'Neal basically says that Stevie saw him come out of an elevator. He says, uh, the story goes that one of the most dominant players in NBA has, nev ev has ever seen live in the same apartment complex in Los Angeles as Stephen Wonder. And he bumped him one day in the elevator. It's a true story, O'Neal begins. I'm not going to try to imitate <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. the best. <laughs> uh, we live in a building on Wilshire Boulevard and you park your car and the valet is down there. I'm already in the building and coming through the lobby, elevator door opens and it's Stevie Wonder. He says... He says, comes in, says, what's up, Shaq? Presses the button. And it's a true story. Presses the button, gets off of his floor by himself, goes to his room. I went and called every person I knew and told the story. They didn't believe me. He got on the elevator, was like, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? Got out and gone. What? I mean, hey, dude. Hmm. It's pretty and, and wild. Yeah. 
And apparently he fumbled an envelope during the, uh, what, what was it? It was the, I think he fumbled it during the Grammys or something. Stevie Wonder fumbles, Stevie Wonder fumbles envelope. But yeah, anyways, we're, we're, I'm getting off topic here. But yes, it seemed this... Okay, between the two theories, it is more likely to me that Stevie Wonder is blind, is can see at least partially, than it is that Paul McCartney's been dead this whole time. Well, bam. <laughs> like, yeah. well, bam, bam, now, bam. which one's a better conspiracy? Probably Paul McCartney. Whoa, 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 why? Why? You have to, you have to state why, Kevin. Wow. What well, are your criteria for what's better? <laughs> um, well, because it's, uh, you know, it's it's more outlandish. Totally like, is. And also, like, the way that they got to the evidence, you know, playing records backwards, like, that's that's some cool shit. That's like what you do in your basement, you know, in your man cave. Up in yeah, the man cave. And, like, this Stevie Wonder stuff... I don't know. Like Stevie Wonder could just be pranking people with his sixth senses, you know. Like, yeah. Like I mean, it wouldn't be so hard to know. Uh, like he could have just said, "What's up, big dog?" to and called him Shaq because he knew a very large man just came into the elevator with him. Like Shaq's like what, like eight foot something? Like you know, probably feel the vibrations of the heavy man. Like coming onto an elevator, you could feel it. Like that's possible. That's possible. Okay, I'd like to... Yeah? No, you guys go. uh, There's a... On Quora, I looked up, can blind people see slash feel auras? And Rowena Porch had something to say, who is the author of Blind. Uh, Interesting. I guess that's a book. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's a comic book that she drew with her blindness. (laughs) I think it's a he. Uh, Oh, wow. He said, uh, yes, some of us can. Auras are nothing more than an energy field that surrounds all sentient beings. Some people, being blind or sighted, are open to seeing these energies and can feel or sense them in the form of colors or vibrations. These vibrations are constantly changing and reacting to our emotions, external stimuli, or surroundings. Even though I am blind, I still see these auras. Okay, well, that's fascinating. (laughs) So... Shaq's aura could be really large. No, it is. I mean, like, you know, seeing aura, seeing energies, daredevil. You know, maybe they'd see the heat signatures. So, my appeal. My appeal is how many conspiracy theories come out that a famous person is dead when they're not really dead? There's, you know, it happens. We've seen this happen in our lifetimes. Maybe once or twice a year. I mean, possibly, yeah, the Tupac and Biggie and, and people who get reported as dead and they're like, actually, I'm alive. I don't know why it was going around that I'm dead. You know, I, I've seen that a few times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. how often do we get to ponder the possibility that a huge megastar that's supposed to be blind isn't really blind? And also, <laughs> I, I will concede that, you know, from arguably that Paul is dead yeah it's more outlandish because it's so obviously not true because he's alive he's still making music but i would submit the criteria of conspiracy theory judgment to not be outlandishness but to be plausibility and since 
<laughs> Paul is clearly since there's no chance Matt's conspiracy theory is true, and there is, <laughs> however small, a chance still that the Stevie Wonder conspiracy theory is true. I implore you, my fellow American voter, to cast your ballot for Stevie Wonder is not really blind as the victorious conspiracy theory of today's podcast. <laughs> I, dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, okay. Dude, I'm really wondering if Steve Wonder's blind right now. Like, is he actually blind? Because, you know, I think Jeremy has a good point, actually. The plausibility, that, that should definitely be a factor in how good a conspiracy theory is. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave because it up to you, though. Plausibility The motive is also greater for the conspiracy to yeah. remain that you know Stevie Wonder would want to remain blind right like because it, the marketing it there of is it, motive yeah yeah it's like you know but then a, again you could say that there's motive for the record companies and MI5 uh to put an imposter in Paul's place you know yeah like, but the level of difficulty needed to I know. like the man even if he like it's confirmed at one point in his life he was blind like he would have had yeah. to have grown up with and like developed the ability to be blind. Yeah. Uh it's you like, know, so it's for him he would be like just living his life like he was used to. And you know, he slowly regains his sight over time or however long he took him to regain it. And he just kept doing it because he knew instinctively that he could prank people with it. Like it's probably how it started. Like it started off as a prank. Uh, yeah. Was yeah, but has anyone yeah. ever regained their sight from being blind from birth? Because there is a thing he where he wasn't it's like, blind from birth. He was blind. He was blind right after or something. Well, like. yes, but I guess what I'm saying is like his eyes weren't even formed yet because babies take like several months for their eyes to like solidify or whatever it is like for them to actually be able to see colors. And stuff like that. Like that's why their eyes are like a like a milkier color instead of like the actual eye color that they turn out to be. Um so he wouldn't he wouldn't like your brain if you don't grow up with sight, your brain doesn't have the pathways to even really be able to understand what you're seeing. Do you get what I'm saying? So like yeah. even if you had an eye replacement surgery, you wouldn't really be able to comprehend what your eyes are are the input that your eyes are receiving. And we've actually seen that with people that have gone blind for like, you know, 20 years and then they get an eye replacement surgery and they don't know like what they're seeing because it's just been so long. So imagine if you've never actually had eyes that can see. Your, your brain I, wouldn't I, be able to process I, that information. I don't know. I, we can, all we can do is speculate. <clears throat> all oh, I'm saying, true. all I'm saying is I see motive. Because certainly being blind and being able to perform at the level that he is, it's a, it's a hell of a standout. Like, it's about as... Like, it couldn't get more impressive. Yeah. However... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Stevie Wonder one. I think that one wins. I think I think I think the Beatles... I think the... Uh, you know what? It's because I don't like the Beatles. It's because I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> so we have an impartial judge. Or yeah. a partial judge. All right. Well, that, and we cover so many wacky conspiracies that we have to like. Lately, we've been covering a lot of weird, weird shit, like the Beatles, like Paul McCartney actually being dead. 
Like that's some, that's some weird shit. Like it's good that we've got one that I think we could actually bring the listeners in on. Like this one makes sense. That the I get it. I get it. I understand it. I'm I resent it. that you don't like the Beatles, and that's why mine's not the best. Well, hey Matt, do you have an appeal for that? For Kevin being impartial for no, no, no. I totally <laughs> I think, think he's right. I'm not. I'm just you know. Saying <laughs> I that totally I was think that. he's right. <laughs> I just wanted to hear an appeal. Okay. Well, hey, I um, I'm honored that my conspiracy theory has taken today, but um, I am you know I I don't just represent one conspiracy theory or another conspiracy theory. I am here to work for all conspiracy theories. If you're a conspiracy theory, know that I have your back and I will lead this nation slash podcast um, in a way that's good for all loonies and crazies around the world without purpose, needing to believe in ridiculous things just to make it and through the day. we've just Thank lost you. half our viewer base. Thank you. Thank you for that. Great. Thank you. Oh, man. I should have had a speechwriter get me prepared to accept that victory. Dadgummit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well hey right. um i do think stevie wonder is blind for the record i i don't think he, yeah <laughs> i don't I think, think paul is. is alive yeah 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 oh uh, but that was fun that was a fun light-hearted episode relatively yeah you know follow us at mysteries of histories and <laughs> yes. what what else what else do we do follow us on uh yeah uh spotify yeah. So yes, uh, spot yeah, we're on Spotify, we're on Google uh, Podcasts, we're on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I mean, you name it, we're everywhere, all over the place. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I'm Matthew McKay. I am. Uh, oh no, Kevin? you're Sorry. Jeremy. What? The Holy the Bible. Holy Bible. Oh right. Jesus, yeah, 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 never yeah. mind. Oh, oh, I said, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> You can follow him on Not Funny Funny Guy on Instagram. And, uh, uh, you can follow one? Kevin at Real Tryhouse on YouTube and all the socials. Always doing Rocket League content. <laughs> well, it's just Real Tryhouse on Instagram and. Well, and sorry, Twitter. Real Real Tryhouse. But we're trying to get the Tryhouse tag on both of those platforms. We're seeing if the org can hook us up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, amazing. All right, all right, Dick. Dick, 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 dick,